Welcome to Slaying the Sale, a podcast full of practical real-life sales lessons that you wish you learned in business school. Your host, Kyle, is a two-time best-selling author, creator of the Slaymaker Method, and in each episode, he and his guests will be answering the tough questions around sales, lead generation, and all things business to help you transform your sales mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Kyle Slaymaker. All right, guys, this is going to be a special episode um, of the Slaymaker Methods Slaying the Sale. Uh, I have been asked to tell this story in many different venues, many different outlets, many different mediums, and I realized that I never told it here. So I want to make sure that I give you all the benefit of this because this is the single most pivotal moment in my career when I was in sales and, and arguably my the biggest lesson i've ever learned in business as well um so for those of you that that have heard this story i don't know go listen to another episode i don't know um but for those of you that haven't this is the story that has gotten me in selling power it's the story that got my first book to become a bestseller it's the story that has gotten me on many stages um and that's of the most important sale of my career and i will issue a trigger warning with this uh, it does involve some pretty deep shit, but uh, I think it's going to be a good lesson. I hope it is. In fact, I know it's a good lesson because I know that it literally changed the entire trajectory of my life and my career when this moment happened. So uh, for those of you that know, I got my very first start in sales in the car industry. I was working at a local dealership, a family-owned dealership. Very respected. I love the family to death still to this day. Um, the they are all just they hold a special place in my heart because they gave me my start and they really set me down this path that got me to where I am today. Uh, so I was working for a Honda dealership, and a few months into my sales career, I was uh, I was still very new, very green around the gills. Um, you know, I was selling like your typical car salesman because that's how I was trained to sell. That's all I knew. And which very few people at the dealership actually sold like a, a car salesman. They actually sold like decent human beings. Um, so one night I'm sitting at the dealership. It's a slow night and I hear the door open. So I turn around and there's a little old lady that walks in hobbling on a cane. And behind her is uh, an older couple uh, who I learned were actually her daughter and her son-in-law. So... I walk up and I introduce myself. I said, hi, man, my name's Kyle. I introduce myself to the daughter and son-in-law and we go sit down. She was in a, on a cane. I figured she was having trouble walking. She didn't want to walk. So I sit down with her and I start going through all the, you know, generic cliche car sales question. What are you looking for in a car? What brings you out today? Even though we already know what the fuck brings them out because they're there to buy a car. Who goes to the dealership to buy a candy bar? You know what I mean? Um, and I, I noticed that with each question I was asking her, she was answering each one with more and more sadness. Um, her voice would get lower, her head would drop a little bit. You could just hear the, the sadness, the emotion in her voice. And I, I stopped because I, I didn't realize what was going on. Uh, so I said, ma'am, 
I'm, I don't mean to pry, um, but I get the feeling that you really don't want to be buying a car right now. Are you okay? And she goes, well, uh, young man, I'm not. And I said, what's, what's going on? Not expecting the answer I was going to get. Um, she said, well, my husband passed away in a car accident two weeks ago, and he totaled our car in the accident. And, you know, we just had the funeral. And it hit me like a ton of bricks, right? I was like, oh, my God. Holy shit. They didn't prepare me for this when they sent me to sales training, right? So I took a breath. And I said, okay. I look back. She's crying. The daughter and son-in-law are sobbing hysterically. Clearly, this guy was loved, very loved. The the woman and him have been married for like 60-some years. Just It's a horribly sad situation. Uh, and like I said, it hit me like a ton of bricks, right? Well, I, I made a decision in that moment. And I said, I, I found out exactly what she was looking for in a car. Last thing I want to do is oversell this woman. Last thing I want to do is undersell this woman. So she, I decided on a car. So this is what I recommend. I said, would you like to test drive it? And she said, no, I just want this. I just want to get this over with. And I said, okay, I understand. So let me get you the price. I walk into the sales manager's office. And I'll say his name because he deserves all the credit in the world for this. His name is Brian. Brian's a good friend of mine. I've somebody I've respected very, very much for a very long time, especially because of this moment. I sat down in his office and I said, I need you to blow this out. And for anybody that's not in the car industry, blowing a deal out, blowing a car out means that you offer it at cost. It means no discount. You sell it for exactly what you paid for the car. So he says, what? What? What do you mean you need, you need me to blow it out? It's the first time you're coming back here. I was like, I, I know. Just, I need you to trust me. Just please, I don't have time to go through it. I just need you to blow it out. I said, fire me if you want. <clears throat> and he said, all right, I trust you. So I blew the car out. And I walked back out to the, the old lady and her family. And I said, I sat down and I had the deal sheet turned over. You know, before she could see the price. And I said, ma'am, before I turn this car, this, this deal sheet over and show you the price, I want to tell you something. And I said, I desperately wish that you were here to buy a car from me under any other circumstance. And I said, I am so, so sorry that you have gone through what you have gone through. And I can't imagine the pain that you and your family are feeling. And I am so sorry. And I said, that does mean a lot that you are coming to me to buy a car. Um, I said, but because of this, I don't think you want to go through the negotiation. I don't think you want to go through the hassle. And I don't want to go. I don't think you want to go through the stress. And quite frankly, I wouldn't feel right putting you through any of that. Um, so, you know, this car retails sticker price is 30000 And I turned it over and I said, we're going to sell it to you at cost. 
They said, we're not going to make, we're not looking to make a dollar off of this. You are clearly in a lot of pain and you need a win. So I turn it over and show it to her at cost. I think it's something like, I don't know, 20,000, something like that. Um, and she just starts bawling, bawling. Thank you so much, Kyle. You have no idea how much this means. I really don't want to go through this process. You just made it so much easier. Thank you so much. I look back. Her daughter is sobbing. Her son-in-law is sobbing. And we, we sign the deal sheet and we decide we're going to take when she's going to take ownership of the car for, for delivery. It was the next day. So I walk her out to her vehicle. And I apologize again. And I said, I promise you, I will get you out of this dealership as quickly as possible tomorrow. I, again, I'm so sorry you bought a car under these circumstances, but I'm glad, you know, you came to me and not somebody who was going to rake you over the coals. And she said, oh, thank you so much. You have no idea how much this means. And I said, that's fine. Because it was just the right thing to do. So I walk back into the dealership and the door opens again and I turn around and it's the daughter and the son-in-law. And I thought maybe that the the mom, the old lady, forgot something at the dealership. <clears throat> and she walks up to me and the daughter and she goes, excuse me, Kyle. I just want to thank you. You treated my mother like I have never seen anybody treat my mother. She said, salesman or not business or not, life or not. She said, I have never seen somebody just treat my mother with genuine kindness. Thank you so much. And I said, of course. I said, it wasn't even a, a choice for me. Uh, you know, like you guys clearly are in a bad situation. You're hurting. Like I, I wouldn't, I didn't want to rake you guys over the coals. I didn't want to, you know, go back and forth with you. I just wanted to give you guys a good experience because you needed it. You needed a win. And she said, well, I'll tell you what. We want you to have a second car ready for tomorrow, the exact same model, at except full price and at the highest trim level we could have. And I said, you don't need to do that. I said, that's that's not why I, I helped your mom. You don't, you don't need to do that. She's like, no, Kyle, we want to buy a car from you for this level or this price. And I, I mean, I'm still a salesman. I was like, uh, second time, sure, I'll get it ready, right? Um, so I, I signed it. I, Threw a deal sheet together for them, went out and signed it real quick. Um, but yeah, it was it was such a defining moment for me for a few reasons. Uh, it completely shattered the notion of what sales meant for me. It shattered who I thought I had to be to sell. And it made me realize probably the most important thing, a few of the most important things. There's the most important again, right? Um, one. If you really want to succeed, if you really want to make a difference in sales, make a difference in people's lives and make money doing it, you need to be you. You need to be real. You need to have compassion. You need to have empathy. You need to understand. And this is rule number one. If you don't take anything else away from any of all these episodes, rule number one, people buy based off of emotion, okay? Every single need that somebody buys, every buying motivator, whether it is a business, whether it is a an individual, a consumer, a child, it doesn't matter. 
it does not matter. Everybody buys to satisfy an emotional need. No matter what the product is, no matter what the service is, the motivator is emotional. Okay. Let's think of, um, you know, it's, it's a school of thought of philosophy and I can't remember what it was, even though philosophy was one of my favorite courses in college. Um, that nothing really gets done, no decision gets made, no action gets taken without a benefit to the self, to the person. Okay, so think of it like that. When I heard it, I was like, this is genius because I can argue like every single thing from breathing to drinking, everything is done with the own selfish self in mind, right? I'm not saying people are selfish, but think about it. You buy a car. What's the, you know, you think, oh, well, I need to get from point A to point B. Yeah, but what does point A to point B get you? Point A to point B might be from home to your boyfriend's house. It might be from uh, to your college, your kid's college graduation, right? Like the, the products and the services are just the catalyst between the person or the company and the emotional need, right? The emotional destination. It makes things easier for you. Yeah, you can get a bus. You can take an Uber. But at the end of the day, it makes things easier for you, therefore increasing happiness and all that other opportunity cost stuff. But you have to understand that every single person buys because there is an emotional need behind the purchase, behind the need, the need, behind the need, behind the need, behind the need, behind the need, right? <clears throat> so understand that, okay? And that was when I understood that. During that moment, when I when I was just being a nice person, when I was just being me, I realized that everybody buys for an emotional reason. Everybody. And when I realized that, that changed the game for me. That changed the absolute game. Now, that is the story of the most important sale of my life and the most important business lesson of my life. When so many people are out there thinking that salesmen and salespeople are sleazy and they just want to make a buck, be the fucking one that shows them that that's not the truth. Be the one that shows them that people genuinely care and genuinely care, right? Be the one that shows them that there's more to life than making money. Be the one to show them there's salespeople that understand that they're buying for a reason and that you consider yourself lucky for them to be buying from you for whatever reason. Show them that. So that's it. That's my story of the greatest sale I ever made, the most important sale I ever made. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is one of my favorite episodes I've been waiting to record for a long time. So I'm glad we finally did it. All right. I'll see everybody next time. Next week, keep kicking ass. Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, theslaymakermethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then head to Facebook to join his private group, Slaymaker Sales Mastery, to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale.